0: Hello, everyone. This will be an easy intro because we mostly spend an hour talking about Back to the Future and how much we love it. So I hope you listen to it and also enjoy it because those movies are fantastic. Um, Please let me know your thoughts on some of our crazy time paradox issues we deal with. And let me know if you guys are still enjoying the podcast. Send me a message on Facebook on the Rant9 fan page or send me a tweet at at Rant9space. Have a great weekend, everybody.
1: Love, do,
0: do, do. Do, do. I couldn't, I literally could not stop smiling as soon as the movie started. Right? I, I just, I watched it with a huge smile on my face, realized I've been making Doc Brown reactions to things since I was a child, apparently. Um, well, hello, everyone. We are back for, um, I don't even know what episode this is anymore. Let's say 20. Ish. <laughs> yeah. Episode 20 ish. And we just. Past Back to the Future Day, October twenty first, two thousand fifteen. Yes. And some of us have seen, reseen all of the movies. Some of us have seen one or two, but we're going to talk about how awesome Back to the Future is and how it still holds up—a sort of a fun time travel romp, which is the only really way to describe it. A time travel romp that everyone seems to love. Which, yes. Uh, I, I mean, me, it's no Time Cop, but it's yeah, well, pretty good. That's true. I don't think <laughs> I, I think it's more popular than Time Cop.
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, did the villain from Back to the Future get a callback in uh, an obscure Ben Stiller short-lived TV show? Just,
0: um, I honestly can't answer that yes or no. <laughs> it's possible they both did.
2: <laughs> uh, true, true. I suppose that is possible. I don't know if, if Biff showed up.
0: Um, I know that we've we've discussed this many times that uh, podcasting is a visual medium, but for the people who can't see me, I would like to point out to um, uh, Jeremy when he listens to this that I'm holding a pumpkin beer. And it's it's a delicious pumpkin beer. So.
2: And you haven't thrown it in the trash yet?
0: Nope. I, unless, unless you want to call my mouth trash.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I have before. Oh, we lost GT.
0: He saw the pumpkin beer and was scared and ran away. That makes sense. Uh, so, um, so okay maybe it's just me but I felt the movies held up really well yes yeah. other than the fact that they spent a lot more time on scenes that today would they would speed through like the pacing mm-hmm. yeah you could tell it was well, a little older
2: I had and I had um, I would forgotten a lot of that movie like I the, I think the the future stuff and even a good chunk of the present stuff is what always stuck with me mm-hmm I forgot a bunch. I forgot a lot of the shenanigans that happen in the past when they go back to the past.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure I watched these movies mostly on like USA or TBS, you mm-hmm. know, on the weekends. And one, I forgot how many curse words there were in the movie because those yeah. were obviously edited out. Yeah.
1: Uh, by I, the way, it rated PG.
0: Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of shits. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of actual shit. Yes. And. I hate manure. I I feel like the TV edits. I think they must have redid the movie where like they maybe they spent a little more time in the future because it did seem they they went to the future, and but that was like fifteen percent of the movie.
1: Yeah. Maybe yeah, that you was... just thought that because you really
0: liked the future birds. Cause... It's true, but like now that I'm older, I really enjoyed the past shenanigans.
2: Yeah, yeah, those are fun seeing seeing them
0: run around and. Almost get, but then not get. Yeah, I mean, for a movie from the you know late '80s, early '90s, you know, there were some scenes that were clearly like you know special effects or VFX, whatever it would be called at the time. But they did a really good job of scenes where mul- the same character was in multiple areas. Yeah, they did a good job at that.
1: There was always something dividing them, though.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, of course. True, but that you know they used the tools they had, mm-hmm. and it was. I think also I don't remember. As a child, being moved by Marty constantly looking at his parents falling in love, mm. like he does it a lot, and especially in the second one where he's watching himself watch his parents fall in love, I'm like, oh, that's kind of sweet. I'm like, oh, I was like, I was oh. a cynical, I was a very cynical, angry child, apparently.
1: Mm. There the Canadians. reason that Doc got sent back to uh, the Wild West because he was gawking, and then he got beat up or hit by the door. So you yeah. know.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's clearly... I mean, that's the thing. You could make an argument that uh, Marty and not Biff is the villain because everything is his fault, and he prolongs all of the suffering, and his actions cause more and more people to be affected. I'm just saying.
0: Well, uh, so, strong uh, argument to make saying Are you saying, are you saying the, the Biff family... The Tannen family. Who, by the way, I forgot how close he gets to raping multiple women in these movies. True, multiple women. Uh, You're it was saying a different
1: time, Jesse. It was the '50s. That was that was just
0: okay. You know, I, I think, as a you know a uh, middle school virgin, I didn't realize how where his hand was in that car <laughs> scene. But I'm like, wait a second.
2: Mm. Oh dear. Look, I'm uh, just saying. I'm just saying that the Biffs are. The, the, the Tannen family, right, they are what they are. They are an amoral group of people that are just trying to be get what they want, right? Whereas Marty should know better. So his, his uh, small errors have catastrophic,
0: far-reaching effects of people. I would say if if it we're going, people. If, if we're going at this angle, also he's a, he he's a he's a bully and an idiot. But right by that like argument, for Marty. But yeah, by that argument, Marty's not the villain. Doc's the villain because he should know better than to make the time machine in the first place. Well, but see, the thing is, Doc is using it for good and
2: scientific purposes. The problem is when Marty tries to to get things for personal gain. He has no self control anytime somebody says chicken how many times does he cause ruination to himself to his family to complete
0: strangers because somebody calls him chicken by the <laughs> way it, that doesn't happen at all in the first movie which so no it doesn't it only That's... shows up in the second movie all of a sudden it's up yeah. well, in it the not third movie,
1: movie except they replace it with yella
0: well yes yeah yella but I, I i i think i had a memory of it yeah. of him being called chicken in the first movie but he does not so uh,
2: I, I'm sure you guys have read various, you know, fan theories here and there, but have you guys seen the one on Back to the Future 2? Which is basically uh, which that... Well, this is the one that says... You know, because there's several cases where Doc comes in at the last minute and saves Marty, right? hmm Well, there's a theory that says that that there are alternate timelines where Marty died over and over and over again, and it took who knows how many times for Doc to get that last second save in time. So think about when he's on the roof, and Biff is trying to shoot. Yeah. You know, the first time... How did Doc know that, that he was up there?
0: Well, I think how they planned that?
2: that. How did he know
0: the,
2: the, to get there at that time and be no, true on it's time? True. So, that, so that Marty would be able to step off before he got shot. So how many times did Marty get shot by Biff before Doc got there to save him. Yeah,
0: that, so it's the, the groundhog uh-huh. theory. How many but,
2: times how many times did Biff run over him coming out of the tunnel on that hoverboard mm. before Doc you know cuz even if Doc showed up the first time how did he know to have that uh
0: flag rope dangling down for Marty to grab? That's a brilliant theory and that brings us to that scene cuz first I of all it gets just
1: lazy writing th-
0: that's well. It, that's a badly, badly filmed scene in HD now because there's a couple shots where he's the car's clearly not going that fast at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's so far away, and then it cuts <laughs> back, and he's right there. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah it's the fifties. Uh, they unreliable cars. Yeah.
0: That's right. That's right. But yeah, I think that's
2: funny to think about, and you know, it goes beyond just, um, uh, you know. Just those couple of scenes there. It just makes me wonder, you know, if you think about it, how much you could really broaden that out and show a bunch
0: of times. Oh, there are Doc thousands failing thousands. and going back and starting over. Well, over not not, over not only Doc having to go back multiple times, but Marty having to go back multiple times yeah. to correctly go through the procedure. Like, how many times do they go back to 1955 and then go back to 85 and realize? They missed something and then have to yeah, go back. Have to go back. It's a, it's the butterfly effect. Yes, it is. It is a butterfly effect. Butterfly effect.
2: So eventually, eventually, Doc Brown will have to go back in time to when he was in his mother's stomach and strangle himself. Isn't that how butterfly effect? And
0: that is how the um like the. Alternate ending goes. Okay. Okay. Spoiler I, alert, you guys. Spoiler Spo- alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert for an Ashton Kutcher movie from like
1: 2003. <laughs> I think I saw half that movie and then I just turned it off because it was so it's terrible. It's a dark, dark it movie. Real
0: dark. It's really depressing, but it's got um, it's got avocado. One of the avocados in it. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Avocados. Avocados a that, oh. Yep.
1: Yeah. So. Um, so, I, so let's go back to this real quick. So. Okay. One thing that I noticed, and I know I brought this up uh, in one of the group chats, but <laughs> basically it's the paradox that's uh, brought up in a recent Doctor Who episode. Sorry, Moans. Uh, essentially, you know, who invented the time machine? You know, who came up with the idea? Was it actually Doc? Or was it, you know, Marty, but only because he told Doc what Doc had said, and then, you know... Right. Well, here's the time machine. Oh, well, I have something to achieve now. And then it just kind of goes back to a loop. And, you know, same thing with, um, you know, like uh, whenever they got the parents together. It's like, well, whose idea was it really? Was it, you know, the original characters or was it Marty? And then who, you know, who came up with the idea?
0: I There's mean, a lot it, of that going on. Yeah, well, it's, it's th-
2: kind of th- like th- how in Futurama, when uh, Fry had to have sex with his own grandma so he would be born, after accidentally killing his grandpa. Yes.
0: Spoiler that. Oh man. I mean, it, it's a standard time travel paradox where the idea is a combination of something from the future and the past. And what I like about that is it. It's, for me at least, the way I visualize it is that while things have happened in the past, sort of like metaphysically, they don't actually happen until the person from the future comes back to the past and does it.
1: Well, that's why I found it interesting because, you know, from Marty's perspective, it was really just through his perspective and, you know, whenever he comes back after, in the end, you see all the changes like the Lone Pine Mall and all that stuff well and, and then the bulletproof vest but we don't know if he even had the bulletproof vest to begin with
2: well and the what you wonder is okay so would he have um would he have eventually come up with the time machine and just later so then then you have kind of like this advancing uh, technology theory so he would say he would have actually developed the time machine but it would have taken him 15 years longer to develop it but well, now that he has the idea and develops it earlier in 1955 does that mean that the technology is further along in 1985 than it previously would have and what how does that affect i mean do you create a technological advancement loop to where now you're advancing because
0: you now got the idea earlier than you did before even okay it goes back even deeper now because they never explain how doc and marty become friends and the but the reason they had to become friends is Doc had to befriend Marty because he knows he has to send him back in a time machine to give him the idea to make a time machine. <laughs> that's yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> exactly.
1: Boom. So, Mind blown. Yes. Time travel so is messy.
0: That's
2: yes. why, and that's why he had to get uh, the uh, George and Lorraine together so they could have Marty so that then he could befriend Marty so Marty could go back in time, tell him about the car, mm-hmm. the, the time machine and get
0: his parents together. Yep, it is. It's an infinite loop. Yeah, because it, it, you can keep going back. Because then in the third movie, they go back to you know their great grandparents and yep. have to make sure they they are okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um.
2: Damn, I don't know if you, it, Jesse. I know you've seen it. I don't know if GT's seen it. The uh, million ways to die in the West. Oh yes, yes. It's not no, a great. Not movie. There's. It's not a great movie, but there's there. Are, it's worth watching. There's a lot of funny parts. It's. I think it it. Uh, it gets, gets more flack than it deserves. But anyways, there is a great Doc Brown scene in it. Yes. Where um, Seth McFarlane's character stumbles across a barn where there's a lot of like noise and light coming in. They open it and there's Doc Brown working on the DeLorean.
1: Oh yeah, I saw that in the trailer or yeah. like extended yeah. scene or something. It's like, alright, I've got to see this movie at some point. <laughs> yeah. Thanks it, for reminding me. I'll go get it now. There no, you I
0: mean, Mich- uh, Michelle and I both we're like, why are people dogging on this movie? Like, what were they expecting? It was just, it was a Seth MacFarlane comedy with yeah. great musical numbers. Like, yeah, you know, there were some great musical. That numbers. That mustache song, is it, catchy.
2: Plus, you got you got uh, NPH and yeah. Giovanni Ribisi and great. Sarah Silverman, great yeah. supporting cast, and uh, Charlize Theron, who is surprisingly funny. I don't think she gets credit for her for her sense of humor, no. but she's actually surprisingly funny.
1: Well, when you look like her, you know, you have to be funny. That's all you have.
2: That's true. She is <laughs> quite ugly. Yeah. But yeah, so um, I I had for- completely forgotten that Elijah Wood
0: was in it. Yeah. Which is great that he's in there for just yes. a just a second. Yeah, and and you know, Billy Zane just acting acting his heart out, even though he knows the camera is not focused on him. Uh-huh. He's doing his job, in the back there. As a goon,
2: so great. I assume that's how he got the role in the in the
0: Phantom. (laughs) Based on his excellent role, um, those those goons, like I don't like kids have never acted like that ever. They're like Uh, squealing. uh, Again, the fifties. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about the eighties. Oh, the eighties. Oh, when they were when they were the adult goons. Yeah, when um. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. When they were the adult goons, they were acting like the um. Oh my God, I'm spacing out on this name. But the, the three somethings. How many? Three amigos. Here. Three blind mice. Three
2: musketeers. Uh, tenors. Th- uh Three tenors, That's it. Three tenors. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, so the three tenors. One of them is. One of uh, them was, So Billy Zane was Pavarotti. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. What are the other two, Chris? What are
2: the other two? Um. Three? Um. Armani, uh, Don Giovanni, and uh, Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah, and, yeah, there you go. And
0: and yeah, the Mario it. Brothers.
2: <laughs> that's racist.
0: <laughs> How is that racist?
2: Uh, the I don't Italians know. only count as a half. Uh, <laughs> don't you remember the uh, the two and a half fifths uh, amendment about Italians?
0: When, when when did that happen against the Irish? If it was gonna
2: be against anybody, <laughs> it actually it depends on the timeline. Yes. because depending on the timeline, uh, you know the Italians were hated, the Irish were hated. It all depends.
0: It's true. Yep, uh, history. Was some fast math on your feet there, my friend.
1: Thank you. <laughs> it's part of the uh, the cleanse.
0: That's right. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's clarity of mind. Yes. Um. Right, right, speaking of cleanse. Uh, did you notice... I never noticed this, and I've seen Back to the Future 1 probably like 30 times. Um, Lorraine, like, went, that first time you see her, uh, is drunk off her ass, uh, drinking vodka, and looks like some sort of mixed. And she goes back, and she, like, pours herself a big glass. <laughs> it's a very clearly labeled oh, vodka yeah. bottle. Well,
0: yeah. I'm pretty sure the TV version edited some of that part out. Yeah, I think you're right, because I...
2: Some of the, there were things that I do not I did not remember seeing and I think you're right. I think it's because that uh we usually watch the heavy T V edits.
0: Yeah. I think they either blurred that out or like just
1: I know. don't know. I mean I own the movies and I just don't remember. I was like, oh, she is lit up. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it is definitely one of those movies that actually I saw so much more on a big screen. Like, can we talk about the um the porn theater that oh yes, yes. That, that's in 1985 that's not there in 1955 that was obviously blurred out because I I did not see that because there were words on there that are definitely not allowed on TV.
2: So also I thought it was funny that they uh, all the character changeouts that they made yeah uh, like changing the actress playing Jennifer mm hmm replaced with uh, Elizabeth Shue yeah. And also the the whole story about George McFly. I'm sure most people know about that. I don't know if they do. The story of why George McFly wasn't in Back to the Future 2. Basically, there was a contract dispute. And so um, what the producers did is they hired a lookalike and spliced in footage from the prior movies. Mm. And that's why you don't get any direct shots of George McFly, either as an old man... Or either, in, and part of the reason why they killed him off for 1985 was that, because this wasn't the original Back to the Future 2 script. There was a completely different one where they were going to go, where Marty was going to go to the 60s, when oh, Mark, wait, George McFly and Lorraine were hippies. And, <laughs> and there was a whole script, it, there's a script somewhere written about this, that I, would be, I think it would be fun to get a hold of and look at, but there was a completely different concept. But when Crispin Glover and the producers or director or whatever couldn't settle on uh, a contract, they just basically cut him loose and used his likeness without his permission to do the second the second so movie.
0: So old, so old, grandfather McFly... It's not him at all. No, it's not Crispin Glover. It's a, they found
2: they found to look like. I'd, 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 I'd like to. I, I might try. Yeah, it's someone named Jeffrey Weissman. Huh. Yeah. So they, they uh, doctored him up to look like George McFly, and they filmed at odd angles so that you wouldn't be able to tell it wasn't Crispin Glover.
0: I never knew that, and, and not until this most recent rewatch do I realize in part three, when, they, when uh, Marty goes back to his house at the end. Like, all of his family members come walk towards him, except his dad, who stays in the background because it's mm-hmm. obviously not Crispin Glover. Right. <laughs> who, by right. the way, is a weird dude. He's a weird he is, actor. But he, he is, is funny. Odd, yeah. He is Did funny. You,
2: yeah, he, uh, I, most of that stuff I got from listening to when he was on the Nerdist podcast. Yeah. He is a,
0: he is definitely an odd, odd dude. For sure. I mean, he plays George McFly, especially in the 50s, as a super weird dude and a pervert. Yeah. But, Weird, like his his hand motions. His like he's constantly swaying. Yeah, I'm like I don't remember him being this weird. Yeah, but he's weird. He is definitely weird. Also, um, I don't think I noticed before that uh, Marty's wearing a Casio calculator watch.
1: Oh, is he? Two? Yes. I guess I didn't see yes, it. Yes, he is. He's wearing, wearing a what? A,
0: he's wearing a, the Casio calculator watch. Oh yeah, the old... You couldn't see it on a small screen, but it's clearly that, which then yeah. made me question growing up, I was like, Marty's the cool kid, right? He's popular in school. I'm like, wait a second. No one who was popular in school wore that watch.
2: Wait a minute. Marty? I had I had a calculator... Oh. oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is Marty... Is Marty a dork? Was he always a dork? Okay, okay let's look at this. Alright. He wears a
2: puffy vest jacket. Yeah. He has a calculator watch. Mm-hmm. He hangs out with uh, an, ex- an ex- uh, eccentric mm-hmm. scientist all the time and when he's not there he's playing music by himself now, he does have a hot girlfriend though Yeah. so he's not the cool kid I think he's kind of the, the
0: m- sort of mysterious loner type mm. so he's not full blown nerd well two things, we never actually see any other girls his age other than his sister so maybe true. she is not the hottest girl in school. That's true. Um,
1: she, she's attainable. She's attainable.
0: attainable. Yeah, I, I guess he's, the, I guess he's the mysterious. He must be the mysterious type. Yeah. But I, I was like, well, first of all, I never understood the life preserver jacket thing. Never. Never made sense to me. Still doesn't. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't remember. They were back in any.
1: style for a minute a few years ago. Yeah. I don't know why. Nope. Nope. Our,
2: They're uh, what uh, uh, Wesley Crusher called. uh, What did he call them? I think he called them uh, chest shorts. No, what did he call them on the Nerdist when he was on there? Oh, he was making fun of vests. Yes. Basically, calling them calling them like. uh, I think he called them like torso shorts. Torso shorts. shorts. Yes, torso
0: shorts. Yes, they are torso shorts. Yes, they're basically torso (laughs) shorts.
1: So you you guys know who originally was supposed to play Marty McFly, oh, right? Yeah.
2: Yes, Eric Eric Stoltz, right? Yeah, yeah Rocky Dennis. and
1: they, they felt, actually they filmed
2: the movie. Yeah, have you seen? Uh, and apparently, it was
1: the
0: awful.
2: They, they they filmed a good chunk of the scene, but apparently, they, it was, yeah.
0: apparently, it was just terrible. Oh, so I read today. So it, Eric Stoltz backstory. Um, so like he was method, right? Which means he wouldn't answer to anything but Marty, which is already obnoxious, right? <laughs> Two. Um,
1: Daniel Day-Lewis treatment. Yes.
0: one of the scenes they filmed was him grabbing uh, Biff by the shoulder. I think in the cafeteria. Yeah, and apparently he he would do that with his full strength every time, even though the actor playing Biff was like, "Can you please not like it, it's starting to hurt?" But that was that was that guy's first first major movie, so he didn't want to complain anybody. Yeah, but like he like made huge um, uh, bruises on his shoulder, and yeah. so. The, the actor who played Biff, I can't remember his name. Thomas L. F. Wilson. Yes. He was just waiting for the scene where he gets to punch Marty in the face so he could get Eric Stoltz back, and he never got to film it. Oh, no. I know. I wonder if, like, when he was an adult, he just ran into Eric Stoltz on the street and just decked him.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, there's some, there's some weird stories around these, uh, these Back to the Future movies.
0: Did you see that article I put in the Groomie yesterday about the alternative name that someone at Universal wanted to call it? Like, Uh, the man from Mars or the man from another planet or something? No, it was uh, Spaceman from Pluto. Yeah, Spaceman from Pluto is what they wanted to call the movie. Why? In that sense, because he thought if they called it Back to the Future, people would think it's a genre film, and so people wouldn't see it. And he was like... If they called it Spaceman from Pluto, it wouldn't be a genre film?
1: Yeah, he... Well, the, it, it was based off of whenever um, you know he went back to 1955 in the beginning and he yeah. went to the barn, the kid holds up the comic book and it says, Spaceman from Pluto is the name no, of the comic
2: book. I, I remember that, but I'm saying that sounds as much or more of a genre film yeah. name than calling
0: it well, back to the future. Well, this is how big Spielberg was at the time. Uh, his response was,
1: that was a hilarious note, and that was it. Yes. <laughs> One of you, awesome. you know, Universal, I mean, it was pretty close to being... They, they were pushing pretty hard for it, and I was just like, that that would have flopped. I can't oh. imagine... I just can't... That doesn't compute. I yeah. know.
0: It was just like the uh, the John, John Carter name business. So we're like, well, we can't call it Princess from Mars, because then men won't see it. We'll call it John Carter from Mars. But we don't want to call it from Mars, because Mars movies never succeed. So we'll just call it John Carter. Yeah, everyone and, will know what that means. Yeah, yeah, except that then it tanked. And it makes me sad, too, because the, those those
2: uh, stories are actually really good. They are.
0: I, I heard the movie those? was pretty the good. The movie's not bad. No, the movies, yeah, the movie's fine. The problem is those stories have been ripped apart and reused and repackaged by other people, like yes. George Lucas, for example, and so it doesn't seem original at all, it but feels it was. It derivative, even though it was original. Yeah. It was
2: um, who is it? Who is the writer?
0: Um, um, uh, it was something. Burrows. Burrow? Burrows. Yeah. Burrows.
2: Yeah, something. Burroughs. The guy. Roger. Who in. I don't think it was Edward? Roger. Burrows. Was it Edward. Edward? Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah, that that made me sad. But the, oh man, it was kind of fun too because uh, we went to Circle Cinema, which mm-hmm. uh is uh for people who don't know what that is. It's sort of the local art house theater, independent theater in Tulsa, and they had, um, the, there's some sort of back to the future enthusiast group in Tulsa. I'm sure there's some there. there Um, They had a DeLorean. Yeah,
1: there's a guy that has the actual replica of the DeLorean.
2: Yeah, that was there. The DeLorean was there. They had a replica of the hoverboard. Um, they had a lot of cool memorabilia stuff, and then before the show, they did like a trivia thing, and whoever got the most got, got a, uh, Marty's hat
0: from the future, which is pretty <laughs> really cool. Nice, nice. So, uh, by the way, it's it was Edgar Rice Burroughs. Edgar Rice Burroughs, that's right. <laughs> cool. And so I I got to see the movie at the independent theater here, and there were sixteen people in costume. Fourteen of them were Marty's. There was one Doc, which was it was incredible. Uh, one Jennifer. Oh, nice. And then one future, um, you know, future Biff uh, goon guy. Just like in the goon outfit. Nice. Like the, I was like, that's that's a deep cut. Like, yeah. who would want to dress as that? Is my question. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were
2: there were a few people uh, dressed up. There was one, the doc was there was one doc that was pretty good. The Martys were pretty
0: lazy. It was just kind of wearing the jacket, basically. Um, I was corrected. There was also someone dressed up as Einstein. <laughs> nice. said the dog. Nice. Uh,
1: wait, all right. So you guys you have and mean mean right? Yeah. Amy. Yes. <laughs> well, either you have phones?
2: I've seen I've seen the first season and the first episode of season two of Rick and Morty. I've
0: seen oh, um half of season one, I think. Oh yeah, it's I it's <laughs> better even
2: in the second half. Well,
1: I the whole time I was watching Back to the Future I'm like, "Oh yeah, this I mean, obviously, you know, it's known that Rick and Morty was inspired by Back to the Future, but it's like, oh man, now I just all I see is Rick and Morty and their uh, relationship. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's hard to, like someone said it's hard to take Back to the Future seriously now, but they've <laughs> Well, and Morty, exactly. Yeah.
1: It's like, yeah. oh man.
0: But I don't know. I was just instantly transported to my childhood when I when the first one started up and the power of love started playing. I was like, I want to ride my skateboard on the back of cars, even though that's so incredibly dangerous. I like yeah. how we
1: uh, hitched a ride on the back of the cop car and the cop whatever, even though you probably would have been arrested or at least <laughs> reprimanded or something um, in well, real life.
0: We should talk about it. I'd never got a, I never got a chance to watch the video, but can either of you explain to me the uh, the fan theory about how they predicted, how Back to the Future predicted nine eleven.
1: 11 Oh, yeah, uh, the Illuminati. So, <laughs> And I was, I mean, there is a lot of similarities. Like, for instance, the big one was um, at the end of Back to the Future 1, where whenever they, you know, they send Marty back in time with the lightning bolt, mm-hmm. the two trails of fire, you know, from the DeLorean... You can see those; those make the 11. And when you pan out, there's a sign in the uh, left-hand corner is like an auto repair shop or something. Oh my but it looks God! Like you're eye. right.
0: Holy yes. crap! Oh my God!
1: Okay, so. But the, so the other the other that big would be November 9th.
0: Man. Do what? That would be no. That would be November 9th though, because you see the 11 first, and then
1: the 9. Well, no, anyway, but either way, anyway, the imagery is not 11 Yeah. No, and, they, and then he crashes into—I can't remember whatever the DeLorean crashes into in the future. There's something mm-hmm. on there that says something. And then, uh, but if you look at the Twins Pines Mall, uh, the, whenever Marty arrives, it's eleven six or one sixteen in the morning. If you flip it over, it's not eleven, and then Twin Pines for the Twin Towers. It's such a stretch.
0: I can't believe people are actually talking about it. I mean, and I watched the the video. is pretty funny. Yes, I mean, it has yeah. it has numbers that go between one and fifteen, and so it must be nine eleven reference.
1: Mm-hmm. Obviously, well, then in Back to Future two, whenever they have the, uh, the that window that has, that plays um, scenery, mm-hmm. they show the twin towers, and then one one guy was trying to make a reference back to uh, that that uh, new movie that Zemeckis just. Uh, oh, the directed the walk? Yeah. You know, walk is between the twin towers in 2015 is when they go back in time. There's a lot of just weird, similar weird coincidences for sure. There there are. It's just. I mean, I don't believe that's a really no, no, it's just. It is it's just kind of interesting how it worked out. Speaking um, of 2015, uh, I like how I brought this up to Jeremy and Walter because so we're kind of car guys, but the All the cards are futuristic in twenty fifteen, and then a G prangler flies down and looks exactly the same yeah <laughs> I, said that, so I, was like, I like how they they nailed that
0: yep. Well, the uh future biff's car, whatever his name is griff uh it's a it's a you know, it's a mustang mid, yeah it's a mid early nineties mustang, just like pimped out. I'm like, come on, guys. You couldn't have. I guess maybe those really sleek ones, which is mm-hmm. every futuristic car you ever see, even by car companies, show sure the very sleek, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but they couldn't get one. I guess those are just always in the background. So. I also uh, like
1: the uh, Max Headroom. The, <laughs> the, uh, oh, yeah. The 80s like, Oh, uh, Max Headroom. Ready Player yep. One. Yep. So. Too bad uh, Back to the Future won't be in there. <sighs> so stupid.
2: I'm, I I'm, I'm still hoping he's going to change his mind on that. I know. So, uh, did uh, did your showing Jesse have the the Jaws nineteen trailer and uh, commercial for the
0: uh, hoverboard before your movie? No, in? it didn't. That sounds uh, awesome. I watched the Jaws trailer though. It was because they um they released it online like a week or so ago. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Wait, there's yeah. a
2: hoverboard commercial. Yeah, so there's a hoverboard commercial. It's like a, a, a skater type guy no, and no. talking about the hoverboard. It's it's so ridiculous. You'll have to. You'll. I'm sure it's it's online somewhere at this point.
1: But, so um, yeah, oh, yeah. Here it is. How are you going watch it right that? now? No. Well, it's on YouTube. What is it? Apparently it's been on for like ten days.
0: Oh, I mean, there you go. But yeah, so, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. No, the yeah, that Jaws nineteen trailer, like, by the time they get to Jaws five, I'm like, oh, I am in on this trailer. <laughs> yeah. I I love I love when like it's like Jaws seven and they're like, now nah, it's personal. I'm like, <laughs> like robotic Jaws, the Jaws Love movie. Oh ro- yeah. I can't even remember. Jaws fighting aliens. Yeah
1: someone no where jaws is even trying anymore or something yeah. like that
0: man versus jaws versus yeah. all of the sea creatures yes the kraken I'm, I'm pretty sure they drop a kraken in there at some point yeah. but There's that was some... great um so everyone's talking about so let's briefly discuss it the technologies they predicted and the ones they were got completely wrong yeah i would like to compliment them for you know the thumbprint paying thing
2: mm-hmm. cuz you
0: know we Fingerprint. We can now pay with the the Apple Pay and the Android Pay and the mm-hmm. the, the whatever Samsung Pay. Um, so that was nice. Um, they did not see uh, HD resolution coming, as we no.
1: those Slides. Certainly Fair- not. Uh,
0: and also, like the thought faxes would last this long. Yeah. Oh, good old faxes. No internet, though, as far as I can tell. They did not see the internet coming, which you think when they filmed two, which I think would have been in 1990 Anyone?
1: Maybe uh, like, not. Early 80s.
0: Yeah, I feel like someone would have been like, "Hey, there's this thing was working on." Like, yeah, we should you probably think, that. you think uh, Al Gore would have called them and said, "Hey, I, I invented this thing," uh. and <laughs> but he was too busy getting his calls ignored, trying to tell the Star Trek people about Wi-Fi, <laughs> because they didn't see that coming either. Uh,
1: well, at least they got hoverboards right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I'm, that's I'm glad my Fox got his got got his um pair of you know shoes. I see the shoes didn't impress me. I want the jacket that dries itself. Right. That I know, right? up here. Why don't we have that? That'd be yeah, awesome. We should
1: start wearing our pants inside out.
0: They did have the um uh
2: drone cameras. Yes. And that yes, wasn't they exactly did. the same as what we have, but yeah. they did have that. There was only one of them though. There should have been like twenty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Getting in the way of uh, mm-hmm. any type of Oh, also uh, talking about uh, speedier
0: trials. That's not a thing. Nope. Oh, can, can we can we talk about what the two sexy lady cops refer to as like the three drug types, three drug type people? <laughs> There's like zip heads, shoobity doos, flibbity floppers. I'm like, what are those things? <laughs> just throw them out there, and they're just they're like, let's make up nonsense words. Yeah. I, I I appreciate the thought. Uh
1: huh. I wish I had an auto dog walker.
2: Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. Those would those would be cool. Yeah, there's. Um, I don't know. I know there there is uh, there are biometric locks, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, I don't know that they're they're not really economically feasible to be in most houses. No, there are not uh, fancy rehydrators yeah, that why, turn why, tiny. Why aren't we there? Detector. I want that.
1: The rehydrator. Yeah. Now they did get the uh, the TV channels right. I mean, I'm pretty sure all those TV channels exist now.
0: (laughs) Just in standard definition.
1: Um, Also, I'm pretty sure
0: sure both kids were wearing Samsung Gear VR headsets at some point. They're wearing some virtual reality
1: thing. Uh, Doc had a Bluetooth headset on. It's true. true. No, no, they did have a high definition TV. It was a. It was a. It was not. No, it no. I mean, trust me on this. It was large.
0: It was large, but there were large TVs before HD too. Yes, it was sixteen by nine. Uh, it whatever. was that that Weather Channel I was sure. the, also um the facts like even more ridiculous. about the facts like I'm pretty sure that printout was like an ink an ink dot matrix printer, like yeah. not even a laser printer. Like because yeah. they had the it had the little lines, so they they didn't see better printing coming. But that's all right. They tried.
1: <laughs> well. Um, Fax technology was bitching back yeah. in the 90s. It's gonna be so, around forever.
0: You know, yep. I am trying to calculate how many how long between each jaws movie w- they would have had to make to make it be jaws 19 by 2015. It would have been like one every like 14 months from where they were.
1: What they what how many jaws are there?
0: There are 4. Is there are only 4? No, no. It Seems like there's more than 4. There's five. I thought there was a five. Uh, four, four is the one Michael Caine literally, when he was asked why he decided, like he said he'd be in it. He's like, I want. To, he's like, I need a new house on my island that I own. No, I th- he he was he was just doing doing it to buy his beach house. He's like, don't care so that, about this at all.
1: <laughs> the uh, S.L.J.
0: mentality. Yep. Only are there.
2: <laughs> There's a Jaws 19 entry on IMDb.
0: Is there? Yeah, Who's it, it doesn't is? have a lot of information. Oh. It's funny. Got like Miley Cyrus. And... It's a bunch of uh, Russian named people. Nice.
2: But uh, there's... Well, may, I, Well, I'm not seeing a Jaws 4 even listed. Do you know what it was called?
1: I think Jaws 4 was a Jaws 3D.
2: No, that's Jaws 3, right? No, no, that's right, because it was Jaws, Jaws, and Jaws 3. 2... Jaws 3D. the Revenge was was the fourth one. That was the terrible one. Jaws the Revenge. And that's the fourth one. Wasn't
0: there Jaws 3D?
2: Or is it this yeah, the third one? That's three. Because okay. Jaws, Jaws 2, Jaws 3D, and then
0: Jaws the Revenge was 1987.
1: Get it? Because three. Jaws,
0: Jaws 4 should have been Jaws 4D when Jaws goes back in t- when they go back in time to kill Jaws's grandfather so the Jaws is never born.
2: So, there was a movie in 2009, a Japanese movie called Jaws in Japan. Ugh. So, there you go. (laughs) It's only an hour and ten minutes long.
1: Jaws versus Godzilla.
0: We have to watch that right now.
2: That sounds amazing.
0: Oh, that was good. So, I'm, you know, obviously I I don't think they'll reboot these because they're still too popular, and I think the people who own the rights are not stupid, but... It would be interesting to see what people now would predict about, you know, uh, 2045. But Oh, yeah, if they did. Oh, God, that's right.
1: It did is crazy. You guys uh, go to Universal Studios when the ride was still available? No, it was gone by the yeah, time I was uh, You should watch the on-ride video. It's great. But Isn't it? It obviously... Like oh well, 2015 is coming and this isn't gonna work out. So let's <laughs> change it to the Simpsons ride.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, the Simpsons ride um, is so great. The Simpsons ride is great, even though like you are literally just being shaken in a thing. It's still fun. But it's still fun. Yeah. What's OmniMax? <laughs> OmniMax. But yeah, so put your bags here to the side.
2: Anyway. I think I think the DeLorean is actually gonna be one of the automobiles at uh, WizardCon this weekend.
1: Mm. Oh really?
0: Yeah, I think I I think I read that. I need to go back and look and see. So think, there's I,
1: going to be multiple time vehicles there. Yeah.
0: I like how the company that made the DeLorean went out of business two years after Back to the Future was made. It's am- amazing to me, because I don't know if you know, but
2: um, they were, I don't know if it was Spielberg or Zemeckis, one of them was offered gobs and gobs of money to make it a Mustang I think it was a Mustang, either a Mustang or Camaro instead of a DeLorean mm. and they were like nope nope, we, it has to be this or nothing oh. basically
1: originally it was going to be like a refrigerator
0: well every, every time you open the door I just kept thinking about the guy from Silicon Valley when he loses <laughs> his car and he's like he's like, do you see this, do you see this it opens, it opens like normal I need doors that go like this <laughs> every time
2: so, uh, GT, the, the automobiles that are going to be there, there's going to be. The, the dumbest, are you making fun of my automobile? <laughs> Sorry. The uh, Dumb and Dumber Shaggin' Wagon. Oh, jeez. What, this weekend? Yes.
1: Oh, the, this is, these are some good photo ops.
2: The uh, Dom Toretto's Charger from the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, boy. The same the Charger?
1: 1966
2: Batmobile.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that Batmobile.
2: Land Speeder X34. I don't know what that is. From Star Wars, you probably yeah. would know. God, it?
0: God damn it. Wait, is that, the, damn it. is that the one Luke's taking to what's its face to get Luke Yes,
1: what's yes, Boss Isley. All right. Isn't
0: it the one that the stand, sand people drive? Anyways, uh, that's always going to get power converters. Yeah.
2: There's also going yeah. to be a DeLorean, the Jurassic Park Jeep uh, kit is going to be there, and Herbie. So And the uh, TARDIS. And the TARDIS. The TARDIS. TARDIS. Uh, I wonder if it'll be like uh, at other events where the guy with the TARDIS uh, charges 20 bucks a picture. Jeez.
1: Oh, he charges? He has before. Yeah. Is, if, I don't know. Like I just, the I just follow him on the, the Tulsa TARDIS thing on Facebook. Is that the same guy?
2: Well, I, that's what I don't know. It could be more than one TARDIS. There was one I saw at Eat Street Tulsa a couple years ago. And also at like Mayfest and a couple, couple of things like that. And there's always uh, like 10 to $20 to take a picture with it. Uh, so I don't know if it's the same guy. Not or... worth it. No, not worth it. So Nora and I snuck behind it uh, and took a picture, or took a selfie. <laughs> you photobombed
1: the TARDIS.
2: We photobombed the TARDIS. Or that's the right. Tard-
1: I guess the TARDIS would have photobombed you, but you were also...
2: Yeah, it works both ways. I Basically, I'm saying yeah. that we committed fraud.
1: Yeah, you know, twenty dollars though. It's, it's that's a steep, that's a steep a price. Steep price. For a op. Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't know. Um, I've been. I think the one we saw at San Diego Comic Con. I think the only time you paid was if you wanted like a digital print mailed to you instead of just the one being emailed. Yeah, but they were. They, it was a restoration company doing it. So. Oh. Um, yeah. It was the same people who did the Star Trek bridge.
1: Ooh. What? I, oh. I thought you meant a bridge like a physical bridge
0: yep. not yeah, you the, know what, like one the of bridge Star of the Trek. ship yep <laughs> Star yeah, Trek to Nowhere <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's
2: what the next movie's called <laughs> don't you mean the plot to Nowhere? oh, oh. yeah Styno. the yes. bridge to lens flares
1: Star uh, Trek it's no, oh. not doing
0: it yeah get, just, get ready for lots of lens flares in your Star Wars my friends uh, they never bothered me. No, they didn't bother me either. They only bothered me once I was told about them, and then I yeah. saw them everywhere. Yeah. There, they there were was a, a massive, bit excessive. There was a massive lens flare in the trailer from a couple of days ago. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah
1: like, when, on like, it's red,
0: and it's like red in the background. There's one point, it's just like, a, a lens flare moves across the screen. You can see it.
1: No, <laughs> that's well, right. No, no, no. No, that's probably not a lens flare. Maybe. All That's... I know is
0: JJ Abrams' wife told him to cut it out, and he's been a lot better since then. <laughs> That's funny. Who is who is directing the new Star Trek? Uh, Justin Lin from some of the Fast and Furious movies. Boo!
2: Oh. Should have been uh, Jonathan Frakes.
0: It should have been. By the way, uh, do you remember those movies on TNT called the the Librarian movies? Yes. Do you know that Jonathan Frakes directed two and three? Oh, really? Of those, yes.
2: Nice. The librarian movies. Yeah, yes. with uh, what's his name? Uh, no, Wiley. Yeah. No, Wiley
0: was the librarian.
2: We just watched Noah,
0: one and two. There. thought they were t- that was a TV show. That was a follow-up a TV show. Now fun into
2: a TV
1: oh, show. Oh, okay.
2: One of the stars of that TV show is actually going to be at Wizard Con. Also, uh, Christian Kane, who is on Leverage and uh, Angel, which is not. Better than Buffy. Shut your yeah, mouth, GT. Shut your mouth, you idiot. Uh, that's, a, that's something stupid people would say. I'm stupid. I think a lesser <laughs> show is better than be better. Have you guys seen Angel, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, was all of good. Buffy and Angel. Look, I thought Angel was a very good show. It's not
1: better than Buffy. He's a vampire detective. It's who better ends up
0: than. Being a lawyer? Maybe it's better than season 7 of Buffy. Maybe. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. At some point, Joss left Buffy, I think, after season 5 to work on. Angel. And at that point, I'm fine people accepting um, you know... Like, at that point, you could say one show is better than the other.
2: Season 1 through 5 of Buffy was... Are amazing,
0: yes. Are amazing.
1: Both shows went on way too long.
0: By the way, speaking of shows that went on too long, I was reading about uh, Smallville on the AV Club recently. (laughs) About how, like, Smallville was sort of ahead of its time. of Mm -hmm. You know, a superhero and a story that sort of continues on and on. And, Chris, do you remember the the sort of balding Jewish man who introduced the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel in San Diego. Yes. Um, so his name is Joseph Loeb, and apparently he was one of the producers on Smallville, and when he left is when the show went crazy. <laughs> he, was sort of, he was sort of holding the two people back.
1: from, uh-huh. doing, you know, Joseph like, uh, Loeb or Jeff Loeb?
0: I think it's Joseph Loeb, but I might be wrong. Uh,
1: Jeff Loeb is the S.H.I.E.L.D. guy. Oh well, then it's Jeff Loeb's. to you?
0: What it's are just like you? that's when Lois Lane showed up. That's when like his cousin showed up, the other you know Kryptonian.
2: Well, um, and the thing is, even even when it went crazy, it was okay for a little while. But they, uh, when they started like mixing things up weird, like giving um, what's her name, Chloe, giving her special superpowers. Oh, they gave yeah. Lana
0: special power. She was like a witch at one point or something. Yeah, weird.
2: and then what? The way- the way they handled the way they handled um, oh uh, what's his name? The the guy that killed Superman in the comics. Uh yeah,
1: Brainiac? Yeah, yeah. No. no 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 no
2: no Mecha Hitler? Uh, nope. Super Mecha Hitler. Nope. Yeah, Super Mecha Hitler. Lo,
1: lo, 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 Lobo. Lobo? No, no, no not, 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 Lobo. not him.
2: The one in the iconic Death of Superman uh, comic book that we all have. Uh,
1: Doomsday. Doomsday. Doomsday.
2: Yeah, Doomsday, Doomsday. Um, they the the whole thing they did with Doomsday was really weird. It uh, starred the guy who plays the vampire on Being Human, mm. who I like. I like that actor, but it was just real. There was a lot of weird. I ended up going back and watching the last like two seasons, even though I had bailed on the mm-hmm. series. Watched it on Netflix or something. I, think.
0: I I think I left and never came back after like the Bizarro Superman showed up, the the Bizarro Kent. Uh, we like. Turn, like, I,
1: I watched I like, through hey, know
2: although to be fair a lot of that's, those storylines did come directly from comics
0: Yeah, like they didn't make up a lot of that stuff a lot no. of that stuff actually well, was in comic books did they make up but, but they made up like silver kryptonite or green kryptonite, well not green kryptonite obviously green kryptonite there but like and I don't know about red kryptonite, but there's red kryptonite of, is definitely in the comics. They were making up extra colors there towards the end. They're like, well, going, I don't know. Uh, if you go back is,
2: and look, all there sorts are there right are so then. many different kryptonites now. That's I what I'm saying. Back. There, a lot of the stuff they did, even the weird thing they did with um, Doomsday, was sort of taken from a couple of different comic storylines. That's the that's the thing. If you look at it, something like Superman, since it's been a long, around for like. Eighty whatever years, they've done. They've, they've done, done every story. Done the same story. Now Chloe was straight up invented. Yes. Right. That was she was straight up invented. So all the stuff with her was was new and just created and kind of random.
0: Was um. Yeah. Well, did Lex Luthor have a father in the comics before, or did they create that character?
2: You know that I don't know. I don't remember. Because Lionel I, Luther I really, was the best. I know he was awesome. So good. So- they went on for ten seasons, didn't it? Good lord, man! I think it did. It went on
0: a I long I was shocked. Time. I was like,
1: "Did they have that much content to pump for ten it's, seasons?" It's still
0: like the WB's like most watched pilot episode, or CW, uh, whatever really? uh, of Smallville. Yeah.
2: Well, the and now they're still. I mean, they're still doing a lot of uh, really good comic book shows. I really the Flash them. is really good. Yeah, and I like to watch the Flash. Flash is really good. Now, um, the Arrow, it it was a little too serious season one, but after that it started kind of realizing that not to take itself so seriously, and that helped a lot. But it's like, it's a little more darker tone, whereas Flash is a little lighter
0: do i do i need to watch arrow to watch flash or can i start with the flash
2: you can you probably can't there's crossover yeah. and there are gonna be some things little bits that you might miss and there's there's cases where the flash shows up in arrow and vice versa but i'm
0: a co- i'm a completist, damn it you're probably okay but i like arrow i i watch both. i like it too it's just a time issue at this point
1: yep. Well, jesse i'll tell you this i have not watched arrow and i watch flash and i don't feel like i'm missing out i mean i'm at some point, I want to go back and watch Arrow, but it doesn't really seem like you need to necessarily... I mean, well, there's some little, a, a few little tie-ins.
0: Here's a funny reason why like, I've avoided getting into Arrow and The Flash is because I can, I will never be able to get into their panels in San Diego because they're Saturday afternoon in Hall H, and I'm like, I'm just not doing that. So like, <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, well, if, if I end up really liking it, I'm going to want to see that panel, and I'm not going to get in that panel. Of course, maybe now with the new system I would, but who knows. And I'm really excited uh, about the the
2: show coming out mid-season. Uh, oh, next year. Tomorrow, or whatever. Yeah, whatever it's called, because it's got it's got uh, Rory in it, uh, which is awesome.
0: As a, as a as a goddamn time lord, he's a time lord. He, he is. basically is a time. He's a time lord. He's <laughs> obviously a time lord. Rory deserves this. Yeah. Go yeah. Rory.
1: Well, he's a centurion, so right. you know, he never dies.
0: So you got him. You've got the brothers
2: from Prison Break playing uh, a hot and a cold guy and then you've got uh the the prior superman playing um whatever his character name I can't remember the Brandon primers?
1: Ralph Oh. Oh and, uh, the Adam.
2: The Atom. Yeah, he he's, he's supposed to him. be back at some
0: point there and so yeah, Explained. you've
1: got Ant-Man.
0: Like here's the thing, what tone is that show supposed to be? It's gonna be silly, right? It has to be. Like, I would think so. Series.
2: I think it's probably gonna be more like The Flash than Arrow. You Why would something
1: different that was like a miniseries or something?
2: Well, that's what I don't know. If it's gonna be a full series or if it's just gonna be, yeah, like you said, a miniseries kind of. Is a it gonna be
0: like the Agent Carter of the WB's network? Could or be. Like you know, Unlimited. I don't know. I mean,
2: well, and that's what I wonder because miniseries does isn't a thing anymore. Now they have. Ah, uh, limited event series. That's the new. That's the new thing that they call it. So, that's what Agent Carter was because it's only a limited number of episodes. That's a way for networks to have cable style shows, you know, without making it sound like they're not investing in the show. So you can have an eight to ten episode yeah. series, at, you know, and and still have it future years. So I mean, I'm sure that if if this show does well, ratings wise. They'll bring it back. They may always keep it an eight to ten episode season, but I, I'm sure they'll keep continue rolling
1: with it. In yeah, some ways I prefer the like the ten episode seasons or even oh. fifteen. Yeah. Hey, it makes them easier to go back and watch on Netflix. You know, yes watching twenty-two, you know, like Agents of Shield, for instance. Okay, Not 20... all of those. Eh? Not all of them were good. Yeah, no. you have less filler episodes. Exactly.
0: No, like yeah. twelve to thirteen episodes, I think, are usually the best as far as season structure goes. Like, I, I, I've never gotten worn out on a 12 to 13 uh-huh. episode seasons. I mean, unless, you, unless you're talking, like, but we're talking hour-long dramas here yes. not, like, yeah. I mean, the comedies. Um, even, though, even though in TV parlance, if it's 30 minutes long, it's a comedy. No matter what the show is about, it's a comedy. Oh, really? And if it's an hour long, it's a drama, yes. I learned this when I was doing some reading about the Emmys before. Um... Like so, an hour-long comedy is not called is not judged as a comedy. It's are judged. there any hour-longs
1: that are comedies?
0: Uh, th- that's why they don't make them anymore. <laughs> right, they're dramedies. Drama, yeah. You
1: know, oh, but, uh, I mean, but is there has there ever been an hour-long that's been considered a comedy show? Mm. Well, that's thing. the thing. I you think of shows. You think
2: of shows like uh, I don't know why this stick stuck in my head, but a show like Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. which is it, it is. A, yeah, a, I a
1: wonder why that's stuck in your head.
2: Um, it's uh, it's uh, it's not a true comedy. And the thing is, a lot of the hour. I mean, if you think about it, shows like Agents of Shield, you could argue are action comedies. They are action comedies, right? But those are never going to be called a comedy. You know, you couldn't at least anymore six. And I, I can't think of the last one that was a pure comedy. It was an hour long.
0: No, it's hard I mean, to do. That's why. That's why Sports Night was thirty minutes long, but The West Wing was an hour. Yeah, like Sports Night could have easily been an hour an episode, mm-hmm. and I would have been fine with it.
1: Mm-hmm. But that would I would, a yeah, I don't really consider Sports Night a comedy, though. But even it's more it's, of it's a drama. it's not a
2: true comedy. Yeah, that's true. It's
0: not. There's but it's way labeled it as a drama. Yeah, but it's because it's thirty minutes, and it's, and like, also like The West Wing had a lot of comedy in it. Yeah, but like the comedy is what I remember the most. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That was quite a detour there. Yeah, but. I don't even I don't even remember
1: what. Anyway, so. back, to, back to the future.
2: Well, <laughs> well I was gonna go I back. was gonna mention one one other thing. Uh, some new comic book TV shows mm-hmm. that have been announced. Well, I mean, obviously you've got um, uh, Supergirl mm-hmm. pre- premiering soon that has been getting some good buzz on on its premiere at least. But we'll see. But have you seen the? Um, they Marvel has announced three potential new shows. I, I two heard an about X-Men related the, I heard about, one and one Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. related one. Well, I heard about the cleanup
0: crew show. Oh, I forgot uh, about that one. That's going to be actually a half hour comedy. Yep. See? Uh. So, <laughs> well, here's the thing. They, they keep canceling and then uncanceling the um, Hunter and Mockingjay, Mockingjay spinoff. Mockingjay. Uh, those characters need to stay on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They are needed. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't do that as a spinoff.
2: I'd rather see them stay on S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Mockingjay.
1: But uh, the shield's two, getting kind of kind of stale. Shut your mouth.
2: Um, <laughs> the two X-Men related one that I'm really excited about, one is uh, called Hellfire. They haven't released any details, but I'm, it's going to be on Fox proper. I'm assuming it's going to be about Club? the Hellfire Club, which Ooh. sounds like would be a really cool uh, show. And then the other one, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I think, is it Legion? It's about uh, uh, Xavier's son. Oh, I'm assuming because that the character name in the show is in the comics, uh, Xavier's uh, Professor Xavier's um, son, and but it's about the guy who's doing it is the guy who di- does Fargo and has done some other things. It's a really <laughs> interesting group of people working on it, and it's going to center around him battling with what he thinks is mental illness and coming to terms with the potential that he's more than so it's it's going to be kind of like what they're doing kind of uh, more of a ground level look at mutants i guess you could say hmm so it, Who's i don't his know hmm his name's legion i can't remember his actual name and i don't really remember the backstory around him i just vaguely re- I recognized the the name and i looked it up on wikipedia but yeah, I don't
1: know. I think it must I think be it's cool. a very minor character in the actual comic universe. I don't remember them actually doing much with...
2: Yeah, I don't. I, like I said, I don't really remember, and he may not even have been in the X-Men comics. He may have been like an X-Factor or one of the other side-related groups or something. Hell, he may have turned into a villain. I don't really remember much about uh, him. Uh,
0: as I'm reading on the Hellfire Club, the club appeared in you know, everyone's favorite 90s X-Men cartoon, but oh, they renamed yeah. it as the Inner Circle due to hesitations of using the word Hellfire and a totally true. Ah. Yes. So right. It's got right. a lot of members.
2: Yeah. There's some good... Well, and if you think about it, the that's basically what... Um, in Days of... not Days of Future Past,
1: but...
0: Yeah, uh, in, in, in First Class, yeah. Sebastian Shaw and Emma Frost are both members. Yeah, the they're hellfire both members
1: Club. of the Hellfire Club. I was still pissed they killed off Sebastian Shaw. That was such a great villain.
0: Yeah, he was, and I love me some Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Right? He is great. That that movie is great. Yeah. Second one is great. Like, for all the mistakes Fox makes, and in their other, you know, properties, other properties, and occasionally in X Men, Mm -hmm. those two. mm. Uh,
1: Speaking of which, did you guys see the new Fantastic Four? Nope. No. It's it, it could have been really good.
2: Well, and supposedly, uh, as part of um, Marvel helping Fox w- get into the uh, comic book TV show business, mm-hmm. um, supposedly Fox is going to have a similar deal with Marvel that Sony has with regards to Spider-Man with... Um, Fantastic Four. Not the X-Men. The X-Men would still be standalone with Fox, but the Fantastic Four would uh, potentially be part of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe that they could try to potentially fix and bring into the
0: fold. I I don't know. Yeah. The Fantastic Four is supposed to be a little more brighter and a little more fun, and Mm -hmm. Fox seems to keep making the mistake of not doing that. Also, at this point, even if Fox gave the X-Men back to Marvel... I don't even know how they would combine those two stories at this point. They just can't. They've no, already done too, too many things to get around it. Honestly, the only
2: thing I'd like to see would be uh, Wolverine hanging out with the Avengers and a buddy cop movie with um, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man and uh, uh, what's his name? The Ryan Reynolds movie? Oh, uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Deadpool, Deadpool and Spider-Man buddy cop movie, and then uh,
0: Wolverine vs. Hulk. Those well, you know, like the the, the Deadpool Cable series is pretty much that. They're just two two mercs on the prowl, having fun. The
1: Deadpool Cable series?
0: Oh, it's uh, listen. Here's the thing. I have not read it, but for my Deadpool research, Deadpool and Cable together are fucking hilarious.
1: Oh, like, okay. You mean like a comic book? Or... Yes. Yes. I thought you meant a Deadpool like TV series on cable. Uh-huh. I apologize. <laughs> cable of uh-huh. the character. I was, like, <laughs> right. I was like, oh, that adds up. Yep. Deadpool, would, all, TV Deadpool show. would only work
0: on HBO. And TV. The, there was
2: uh, That'd be a, a relatively recent um, Spider-Man cartoon show, and um, Deadpool would make periodic appearances, nice. and just him and Spider-Man together were great. They were the doing, doing the like wisecracking...
1: TV. What? The one with NPH as Peter Parker.
2: I don't know. I don't remember him being Peter Parker, but maybe... I'm sure he was Peter Parker. It could be. It could be.
0: But, yeah. It'll be nice to see Mm Spider-Man in a good movie. Yeah. So. Oh, man. um, Just a quick note on the Back to the Future soundtrack, which I've always been a fan of, not just the Huey Lewis and the new songs. Um, That guy while doing all other Robert Zemeck- Zemeckis movies, like Forrest Gump and... Alan Silvestri, but go on. Yeah, Alan Silvestri. You know, it's I didn't realize that, that he's the one who did the music for Captain America, the first Avenger, and the first Avengers movie, both of which I think have really great soundtracks. Yeah.
1: So, good on
0: him. Nice. Yeah,
1: he's definitely got a... Uh, a very genre-specific, for the most part. Um, yeah. Yep. But that Back to the Future music just get you know, sketch right here.
0: Yep. You Have hear you. it, you and it just it takes you back. Yes, it really does. And I I guess that's the benefit of not rewatching a movie a thousand times on Blu-ray as an adult. It's because I haven't seen the movie in its entirety in who knows how long. Because it wasn't mm-hmm. like a group watching experience. It's all something we saw when we were younger, before we were friends, and then just talk
1: about for yeah. 30 years. Um, Sarah hadn't seen. she seen, saw like a little bit of two beforehand, and she's never seen three. So at some point, we're gonna watch that. Maybe this weekend.
0: Yeah. After rewatching <laughs> three, I realized I think it's the one I've seen on TV the most because like I always remember every well,
1: part of it. I think it's the most TV friendly, probably.
0: Probably, yeah. How does it, How does three hold up? Because I haven't seen three in a while. Um, it still holds up. It's just funny. Um, it's I don't know. I mean, I never thought 3 was as good as 1, one or 2, but it's still fun, and it's still...
1: Um, it's very different.
0: It is very different. Also, there's a lot of unanswered questions at the end about how he's powering his flying train. like so Steam, obviously. No, so here's what I worked out. He, steam, he used Steam to time travel to the future, right, 2015, to get the flying car technology, and then he went back to say hi to Marty. That totally it makes flies. sense. Anyway, but i they They all hold up much better than other films from my childhood, mm-hmm. so and we've you know Chris, our great timing partner, has shown us that we, we've we've been going for about an hour now, so we should probably wrap it up Well, I was going to see if you guys want to talk
2: a little Doctor Who I'm behind while we're on the time while we're talking about the, on the How time are travel you behind? Kick. I've only seen the first two episodes. Uh, I've been... You're like two
1: episodes behind. Oh, you're great. getting married. Oh. Yeah,
2: I'm doing... I feel like that's that's what my life is every day, is getting stuff ready for the for the wedding. And So
0: what you're saying is I should have all the episodes ready for you to watch in Costa Rica. Oh, no, we were going to download
2: them all onto Nora's iPad because we bought them on Amazon Prime so we can... Yeah. Uh, Amazon, yeah. And then we were just going to watch them on the
0: plane. Yeah, well, right way. now we're in the middle of a two-parter, so there's there'll be very little to talk about other than just speculating. So, we'll save Doctor Who for another time. Another time. Since our Doctor Who-related episodes do seem to get less downloads. So, <laughs> we'll save those oh, for, you dicks. for an exclusive uh-huh. <laughs> an exclusive download for special Rat 9 members. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> my Rat Who. 9 plus.
0: Yes. <laughs> Rat 9 plus plus. Rat 9 extra plus plus?
1: Extra. DC plus plus?
0: Um, no, I guess dun, the right dun, nine dun, people don't like dun. Dr. Who.
1: Nope. Well, all, all, all five my, of them.
0: All my friends who downloaded and listen to me because they're friends with me here are like, why do you keep talking about the show? I'm like, deal with it.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> like Dr. Who this season. Deal with it. I'm the doctor. Deal, deal, with, deal with, it. with it. Pretty much. Google it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, before I drop off, when does... Uh, I keep forgetting.
2: When does uh, Jennifer Jones...
0: Uh, November twentieth, I think. November twentieth. Very soon.
1: Very soon. soon. That's going to be dark. Speaking of doc- the doctor. Very yeah. soon.
0: Yes. Like not only is that show going to be dark, like Daredevil dark, like hard to see, but also like dark as in emotionally. So.
1: Yeah. No, it's going to be way more emotionally dark. Yeah. Dar- I don't know how they're going to do it, personally.
0: I, yeah. I, just, I, w- I would like to see because she's also in Hell's Kitchen, so Daredevil should like just walk by the street, you know, walk by at some point. And just get the crappy album by her. I feel like at least once. <laughs> so,
1: uh, all right. Well, know
0: the backstory of
1: Jessica Jones. right? Yeah, I've read. Yes. I've
0: read up on it. Yeah, it's oh. really cool. Apparently, apparently, that first episode has what what it's supposed to have, and it is
2: pretty really. Brutal. Yeah. So- it is honestly from a from a pure concept basis. It is one of the most interesting and unique, um, superhero stories, if you want to call yeah. it just because of the particular take on it. Yeah.
0: I also love how it's the, the bee from Apartment 23. That's I just know. So, uh, it needs more James Van Der Beek. Yeah. Everything needs more James Van Der Beek. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, Maybe that, he'll show up. Yeah. <laughs> what if he's her, her roommate? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, man. Who's like always uh, out of
0: town, but just shows up once. That's so like a picture.
1: Yep. What is it? Get your bee in some beaches? <laughs> yeah. Uh all right well all right well J- jeremy's not here to do it snap a new snap a <laughs>